Hey guys, this is Billy with King Oil & Co. This is Sam Ace Things with Sam Sauce. And thanks for listening to Spill the Sauce Podcast. Speaking of the man. There he is. We're waiting for him to I come. bet his hair is going to be glorious. <laughs> I'll judge that off, Sam. Mm. Into my thingy. Oh, there you go. Why is this not working? Okay. There you yeah, go. I knew it was going to look good. <laughs> What's up, man? How are you? Hey. I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Good, good, man. Thanks for coming in. This is like me and Thanks Sam's... Thanks for having me. No, of course, man. This is like me and Sam's little bullshit Tuesday hour or half hour every Tuesday. We get to chop, like, talk shit about hot sauce or whoever the hell is joining us. Just pretty much get to know more about different people that come on through here, man. We're definitely cool. super excited to have you, man. Uh... I was talking to Sam last week about like the different like demographics and like regions. So I'm in San Diego, Sam's in Minnesota, and you're all the way in the East Coast. In Philadelphia, yeah. So that's so actually like very spread cool. out. <laughs> so I guess we'll just jump right into it, man. Like, take me from the beginning. Why hot sauce? You know, like what got you into it? Your background? Give us a rundown. Background: I was born '94 in, in a little <laughs> tiny town, and <laughs> no, um, but I'm Dominican. Moved to the U.S. in 2012, and uh, so I joined a community garden at my job in 2018, 19, I want to say, and I planted a bunch of hot peppers, and then I had too many, and I didn't know what to do with them, and I threw a bunch of, like, tomatoes, peppers, and other, like, spices and juices and whatnot into a blender. Boom, hot sauce. Fast forward, we had quarantine because of COVID, yep. and then I had we had just had a new baby. We had a toddler, a two-year-old. And we were locked up at home and I was not working because I was on paternal leave. Mm-hmm. So I started to lose my mind and I was like hot sauce. <laughs> so um, I started a garden in the house and I started planting a bunch of peppers again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to combine both where I'm from and my passion for foods with, you know, together and to make something that kind of like had, was me. And that's where like the first hot sauce came from, which is sweet summer heat. Um, it came from the idea of like, I was talking to a friend over the phone one time. It was like three in the morning. We were on FaceTime having drinks and stuff. And we were talking about how, that. I wanted to have some hot sauce with my, like make a brand of hot sauce. And then we were talking about how much I miss home. And the fact that we have summer 24 seven, the entire year mm-hmm. It's like, we celebrate new years on the beach. Like most mm-hmm. of the time people just go to the beach and spend it over there. Um, so I was like, you know what? I want to combine my love for summer and like the heat and everything and like my hate for American winter, like <laughs> here in the north, like winter is no joke. And I, Sam well, I has it worse than I do. <laughs> yeah, that Minnesota winter is no joke. No, I'm sure not, man. <laughs> um, and that's where sweet summer heat came from. That's why I used limes and pineapples in it because I feel like those two fruits are like very popular in the DR. And I went with like basic jalapenos because like Dominicans don't eat spicy hmm. so i was trying to go in like with the milder peppers so it, uh, it has limes pineapples and jalapenos it's a very fruity and delicious sauce and sweet summer heat reminds me of home and you know in the winter mm-hmm. and then faya started oh fun fact faya is just so there's a dominican rapper who makes a song that goes fuego fuego faya faya mm-hmm. because faya is fire uh-huh. but he just says it funny and my one friend was like, why don't you just call it Faya? And I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've heard. Like, it's just like, I'm not going to do that. And then she was like, it might work. And I was like, let me sleep on it. 
and we'll see. And here it is, like, you know, fire is a thing now. Those are always the things that pick up with people. That always the ideas that you think are the dumbest or like the, like the worst. And you're just like, let me just try them out. And they're like, oh my God, it sticks and it works. Like, how You know it? what I love the best, um, uh, the most at my markets, for example, people who come to my booth and you're like, fire, fire, fire. Oh, it's fire. And I'm like, exactly. yeah. So that's nice. So like it adds like an element yeah, to it. Yeah. It's pretty nice. They're like excited already. Yeah, so, the set of realization that it's just a play of word with fire. You're like, oh, it's dope. And I love that. Sick, man. So you said something very interesting. You hate the American winners. Why did you? Yes, like, I do. What, what's with Philly? Because that's got to be cold well, up there too. You know, it's not. I've seen some stuff like last year talking to Sam. He showed me some of his, some of his temperatures mm-hmm. in like January. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, I have nothing to complain about here. No, that's but, sure uh, not as bad. See, yeah. like, again coming from somewhere like where i lived my entire life our winters are like 70 degrees probably mm-hmm. and sunny and you know humid and hot and like at the beach in january yeah so even though i moved into the u.s in the summer of 2012 the transition was not as drastic it you know it took i adjusted well i still don't like it i'd, uh-huh. I'd rather be ridiculously hot and uncomfortable instead of being cold and uncomfortable because you have to put on so many layers to go out like i love wearing flip-flops i'm an islander i like going i'm in shorts and in flip-flops right now like that's my go-to like thing like i don't want to have to like put on boots and jeans and a coat and whatever i hate it that means me and you could switch you come here to san diego and i'll go to philly let's do it let's do it I hear san diego is lovely it is it's gorgeous man <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little too hot i'm not gonna lie i was think i've been thinking about moving to philly for like the past year i went out in october in new york and i was like let me take a train to philly real quick and like see what it's about Fell in love. Absolutely fell in we love. We are an okay city, to not say, you know, like, bad or good. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're close to D.C. or close to New York, you know, two hours driving either way. Uh, we have the shore-ish because Jersey's right on the, you know, mm-hmm. on the other side of the bridge. Like, I can see Jersey from my house. That's insane. Um, so, you know, it's an okay city, like, and it's cheaper than San Diego. I'll give you that. That's the main reason I want to go to the East Coast. <laughs> Is because the rent I see over there is like three, it's almost like three times cheaper than what I pay here. It's crazy sometimes, but nonetheless, San Diego is like very beautiful. It's always sunny. Today is super super hot. Uh, you think makes a good spicy city being so close to Tijuana, but to the contrary, kind of doesn't. All like the Mexican food and stuff here is like a little on the milder side. Adobada, which is like supposed to be something super spicy, or like more spicier, I guess, over the border. Like it's more milder here. I noticed, so it's not bad. Um, so you came from. You said from the Dominican Republic, right? Yes. I'm not gonna lie. I thought you were Indian when, you, when, you, when Sam told me your name was Roddy. I was like, oh, cool. Like this is gonna be awesome. You said I a- am the only man with a name, and then a bunch of Indian women have the same name as I do. Oh. So, hey, that's special. You're you're in a you're in a you're in a great <laughs> category there. <laughs> uh, you you said something also like very interesting to me. You said there's not a lot of spicy food in the Dominican Republic. No, like yeah. we really like, have you, you see like. Tabasco sauce is probably too spicy for your average Dominican. No. Yeah. So, have you seen Goya hot sauce? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. So that okay. is like probably the only hot sauce you'll find down there. At least it's like you know I I left home ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but my parents used to always have a bottle of that, and my dad used to like put a drop <laughs> on like a, a big thing of stew, like just like. Ooh, this is too, That's too spicy. It? <laughs> yeah, so like, I know that we grow peppers because like, so there's a store near me 
that has Dominican peppers, Dominican grown habanero peppers. Mm -hmm. That's where I buy them from. But I don't think like even most of my friends are like, why would you do that? Like, we don't, this is not a Dominican thing. Like no one down here eats spicy. (laughs) Like, you know, we probably go a little light on the Taco Bell hot sauce. Like if anything, and the Goya hot sauce, like there's, I don't think there's any as artisanal or like as daring as the things that we are creating together. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So how would you think your hot sauce would do if you take it down there? I've sent a couple bottles. All right. And Sweet Summer Heat is the okay, acceptable standard. I gave one of my friends a What the Fuego bottle, which has mangoes and habaneros. Mm-hmm. Super fruity, super sweet in the front end. Um, and she couldn't take it. And I also gave her a little bottle of La Muerte, which has Carolina Reapers mm-hmm. in it. And she hated me for sending her that. <laughs> now, now, <laughs> so, now, besides the muerte, one, it's obviously going to be like super spicy. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like super spicy. Besides that one, like, what would you say your hot sauce, like on a scale, like one to ten is like for you? Like, is it like a five, a six, seven? Or like, is it crazy hot? Like all of them? Which one? Mine? Yeah, yeah. Besides like the, uh, the, the one with the scorpion pepper in it, like all the other ones. Like how, like, are you like, so, milder on the spicier side? Oh my, like on my personal, like, so I have one that has blueberries. And that's more like tarty and acidity, like the, than like actual spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say sweet making is like a two out of ten, three out of ten, and then okay. purple flame, which has the blueberries, has like a four out of ten, and then what the fuego clocks in are like seven, I want to say, and then la muerte, even though it's very flavorful, it's still very hot. Yeah, I would say like a ten out of ten, and then I just released two new flavors, are like more traditional, like green sauce and red sauce. Mm-hmm. The green one has like virtually no spice. Like okay. I can drink a whole bottle. Like the you know it's your for your your average like entry level hot okay. sauce, and then the red one, like a six out of ten. Okay, that's pretty good. I was trying to see like like what level of spicing you said down there. So like the one that was the least spicy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's this very surprised me, man. That like, there's not a lot of spice in, especially like Latin America. Like it's very very surprising to me, man. There we go. These are the ones. So yeah. there it is. Okay. I gotta and say, I, man, your, your labels are very cool, man. Like, oh, yeah, looking good. Yeah, the labels are very very nice. I'm not gonna lie, like they're very very cool. I like the, I like the like the handwritten element of it. Like it looks very very cool. It's sick, man. Sam, I don't want to be the one hogging up all the time. Do you have anything? To, I know you guys are like boys. No, this is great. I like very, when you I'm just kind of go for it because because uh, I've been we've been speaking for quite some time now. So yeah, Sam I want to say like, we're a little familiar with each other. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm just very like intrigued by this. So I was still on Sam like literally as you were joining the Zoom. Uh, one of the, like the markets here, who like she has my stuff in her shop. She tells she's from Philly, and she says like the small business scene in Philly is like amazing like how do you feel the case about that because i know you like you do a lot of markets and you're expanding so like how's that going for you i feel like philly has been well not like i've been anywhere living or working Mm -hmm. but philadelphia has a huge scene for small businesses and like support for small businesses and their owners and like they're very community-based and Mm -hmm. everyone like farmers markets like i thought it was more like a old people thing Mm -hmm. like you know i was like farmers markets like because my wife was the one that was like at the beginning of the year, like, "Hey, apply for farmers markets and get a stand there." And I was like, "Farmers markets, like, it's probably like a bunch of old people on Sunday yeah. morning, like, you know, <laughs> going to get vegetables or something." Exactly. I don't think hostels will do well there, but I'm doing surprisingly really, really well at farmers markets. I sell out almost every weekend, um, and it's just Good amazing. And like, even not at the markets, but like locally in my neighborhood like there's a lot of small businesses and like the moment someone hears you have a small business or like you're trying to do something 
anyone's going to try to help. They're like, oh, I know a guy who can help you with this. I know this place that will help you do this or like try to go here or like there. Like, and everyone has is starting something. I feel like Philadelphia is like, uh, I don't know, like the center of small businesses in the East Coast. I feel like New York is like big top big dog business. stuff. Like you have to, you know, have really deep connections to like do something in New York. Mm-hmm. But like down here in Philly, I feel like city of brotherly love. Like, you know, we help Very each cool. other out. That sounds awesome, dude. Uh, similar to kind of here, there's a ton of like farmers markets, but here there are very much old people here. It's very, very much old people because all like the old people come to retire here in San Diego or like Florida, and like th- don't get me yeah. wrong, like I do pretty good, but like majority of like, um, I mean, I, I'm not gonna get rich, but like majority of the white people that come by, they're like, oh my god, like hot sauce, and like this is great, and like it's all a bunch of <laughs> so, so so it's pretty cool. Like that comes across the table, and then it's like like right said, like it's also it's not always old people like it's very much young people as well like all their homies are with their friends like i think all the whole like the organic or like the gluten-free like movement that happened a couple Mm -hmm. years ago like push people to go out and buy different stuff and like just going to safeway ralph's or whatever like your big grocery store is near you so it's pretty pretty cool um i know like i how should i put this like what do you so part of like, this podcast is like to figure out like challenges that like small owners have, like to present them to the like our customers so they see like what we do and go through. Yeah, give me like some. I I can already tell like you have a few that like challenges, man. Yeah. I don't know. Problems are the list of problems is probably too long. Like mm-hmm. I need a whole like uh, what do you call it? Like a, so like, what, what, are, what are like some common things like like that you like run into or like experience and like like how do like you overcome those things to continue to build like your brand or your customer base or what produce more sauce or my current problem, my current biggest problem right now, well, like for someone starting out, one of the biggest problems is like trying to figure out how to like legitimize your business because yeah, you can go ahead and like cook in your own house and make a couple bottles of sauce and tell your friends and family like, Hey, have hot sauce. And I'm trying to sell it all like, you know, like Facebook, or, like word of mouth, or, like mm-hmm. bring it to work or whatever. But once you try to start a brand, I feel like a lot of people don't realize how much work actually goes into it. You have to have like permits with it. So I don't know how it works in different states. Like, I know you're, you know, you're in, we're in different places, but like I had to get a business license with the city. I had to get registered with the state. I had to get registered. Um, I had to like file a certificate of operation within the state of Pennsylvania to be able to conduct business outside of the city while still in this state. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have to like register with the IRS and you had to do multiple things to the IRS because I thought like just getting your EIN was enough, but you also have to have a tax account number. Um, then yeah, if you're trying, account. yeah, if you try to like get into like a market or whatever, then comes the, oh, is your stuff like made in a commercial pro- uh, mm-hmm. certified kitchen? And you're like, oh, what is that? Like now I have to do yeah. more stuff. And then there's a whole like, oh, when you go to the kitchen, do you have all these things? Do you have your uh, safe service uh, certification? Do you have uh, the insurance and it has to be up to like $2 million. Um, And then after that, like, you know, it's your, when you bring your product to a market or like a retail shop, you're like, oh, like I want to be able to like have myself in your shelves. Then comes a bunch more questions. Like um, I've had issues with the uh, wholesale pricing, even though I'm like, when it comes to wholesale, I try to be like an, an okay percentage. Like, can I just, talk openly like i do like 60 40 and you know i'm like hey you know i feel i feel like this is a pretty good deal 
because part of what I'm doing with, through my company is uh, every month I take part of the proceeds and donate them to a food bank, a local food bank that helps feed people who can afford it. Um, While giving away so 40? Yes. So I try to include that Man, in generous. the whole thing. And they're like, oh, no, like, I know uh, big brand hot sauce gives me their stuff like at 60% for me and 40 for them. Like, why can't you do that? And I'm like, because I'm a single guy cooking, marketing, designing, doing everything. Like, I wear every hat in the company and I'm trying to, like, establish myself as a business. Can you just, like, freaking help me out? And they're like, no, like, 40 is too little. Like, we want more. And I'm like, I'm doing all of this on this side. It cost me a bunch of money to make the bottles because of the fact that I'm like producing such small batches. Um, and people are just like a-holes. <laughs> like it's just, yeah, there's a lot of struggles and doors you find that are not as easily open as others. Well, that's insane that someone would, like you walk up to a market like any more than 40. Like if a market tells yeah. me 40, I'm like, I'll see you in the next lifetime. Like, uh, I'm, like I'm sorry, like I'm, we're not, I guess we're not shaking hands. Like that's crazy to me, man. But like those little like the things you mentioned in the beginning, I want to go back to those. Like, sure, it's, it's like paperwork. We all know paperwork is like tedious, but like that stuff costs money too, right? And the commercial kitchen mm-hmm. and like, like me and Sam were just talking about like commercial kitchens before this too. Is like all that stuff like adds up. Like none of that stuff is cheap. Like it's two hundred bucks there, it's one hundred fifty bucks there, and it's like just a little extra. There. All that stuff adds up. So even like at the market, like even just setting up the market, like it's not cheap and it's not free either. Like it still like mm-hmm. comes somewhere, right? And it's like cool, like if people have like a side hustle or like a job, like they could depend on, like that's great, more power to you. But like majority of people, like kind of don't. I I I saw on your Instagram. I think you have like a family, right? You said you have like wife and kids. Yes, wife and two kids. So like that's also like another challenge there for you is like running like a small like that's so that's like pretty amazing to me, man. Like I do this by myself, and like me and my dog mm-hmm. are here chilling, and like it's insanely hard. <laughs> so like you, like your wife and kids, like that's pretty impressive, man. Like it's, it's definitely. Like do you want to know what my cooking time is? I cook on Mondays between six in the in the afternoon and three in the morning, most Mondays. Yesterday I got home at two or something in the morning, and I was cooking. I was, uh, you know, like I had to make. I have a full-time job too. So like I go yeah, to my yeah, job, yeah. I come home, I gather all my stuff. The kids have to go to bed. And if, if not, they actually stay at my mom's house for the night. And then I pick them up in the morning. And today I had to be up at seven after getting like three hours of sleep, like while trying to like, you know, function as a no. human. Yeah, that's rough, man. That stuff adds yeah. up really quickly. You're still, uh, you're still holding it together, man. You're not losing it yet. You're doing great. That's what you can see on the outside and the inside. I'm like, <laughs> Today was one of those days where I woke up and I didn't want to exist. I was like, I just want to stay here and yeah. I can't do anything. At least on weekends, you're running markets, right? On um, on Sundays and Saturdays for that matter. Yes. So like literally, like I had made plans for the summer with a couple of friends, and then like when market season started, I was like, yeah. So my next free Saturday is in April of 2022. And they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, no, like legit. Like, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not kidding. Like trying to be funny. My next free weekend is in April of 2022. So book it if you want me to see, if you want to see me then or like just, sorry, I'm trying to run an empire here on my there own. There you go, man. <laughs> so- I love it. I love it, dude. I love it. That's, that, that sounds like so awesome to me. And I, was, I, I saw on your Instagram, like you're splitting up like duties now, right? Like you'll be at one market and you'll have like some someone else who like works for you like at a different market. Yeah. Like- so I have technically five employees now including my wife so she works a market her brother works a market one of my guys from work um he is very supportive and he was like hey like you know you have all these markets and stuff and i was like can you work one he was like sure so now he was he's working a market i have a wife a, a friend of my wife's is actually helping me in the kitchen and she also takes a market every now and then and then i'm working a market too like it's a 
slowly has turned from just being me into this entire team. Like now I have a warehouse too that is housing yeah. all my things. Cause before I'm in my basement right now. Mm-hmm. And like I had like shelves here and like all of my packaging things were here and all my calls and like everything. And the house was a mess because yeah. I had all my stuff everywhere. My, I had overtaken the kitchen and everything. <laughs> so now I have a space where I can have everybody come over on Saturday mornings six in the morning, seven in the morning, like, hey, come pick up your stuff to go, so go to the market. And I have to be there earlier before yeah. everybody else. Sometimes I go there after work and after the kids go to sleep. So I get into the warehouse at like nine o'clock at night and I start packing everything up, getting ready. I'm out there, like out of there at one in the morning, two in the morning, come back home and take a nap. And I'm back there at six to get ready for markets that weekend. It's, you know, it's tough. And awesome, that's, that's a lot of the things that people don't see. Exactly. Which I'm, I'm so glad, like, you saw, I wasn't, I honestly thought you were going to say, like, any of that, but I'm glad, like, you went above and beyond and said all that. Cause, like, like you said, that's oh, I'm stuff. an open book. And ask away, and I'll give you all the details. Cause people go, like, it. oh, it's so easy. You're running a no, business. You're your own boss. You do things for yourself. It's definitely uh, not. No, it's not easy at all. <laughs> no, it's definitely not easy. It's, it's actually, like, I'm not going to say it's one of the hardest things, but it just sucks. Cause, like, it really is like being an adult, right? Like, sure, like, when you're early 20s, you're going to college and you're working, like, yeah, sure, you're moving out, like, you're working a job, but now, like, it's like, make it or, like, almost kind of, like, break it, right? Like, it's like, yeah, this has to work. Like, like, needs like, to be, like, yeah, really like, strong. Like, like he said, like, like, this has to work. Like, no matter, like, this has Dude, to work. I'm at a point. Work. I'm at yeah. that point. It has to yeah, work. Exactly. I can't back out or I'm in really deep shit. <laughs> because it's, it's true, too. This year alone, like, yeah. yeah, like, dude, the warehouse, I had signed a three-year lease. That's and insane. I'm also like paying for the kitchen separately. Mm-hmm. So between those two, it's an entire mortgage now. Yeah. So I have three mortgages that I have exactly. to pay for. And if I'm like really terrified about how winter is going to come because market season is great. And like I know for a fact that I can sell a bunch of sauce during the weekends. But what happens in November where the market season is over and it has to pay rent between November and like yeah. April of next year. Like, you know, like I have, I'm going to have to like figure Be out creative, and, uh, right? how to boost online sales or the retail spaces like i have to get that done before then and it's just a lot and i'm also at a point where like i have five sauces currently available on the website and at the markets Mm. the day that i don't have one people get disappointed they're like oh man i was here oh do you have this sauce and they come asking for it by name and i'm like oh that's the one that i don't have today and they might actually walk away without buying any of the others which is really discouraging because i'm like damn it like Help me out and like get the other ones while I cook that one. Because I don't have the time anymore to cook five batches of sauce yeah. to make enough for all of four markets at the, for the one day when I'm cooking only one day a week. Yeah. So I was telling Sam, at the space that I'm renting, actually, I'm considering building my own facility. But <laughs> that sounds easy. Like, yeah, I'm going to build a kitchen. Like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to cook here and like make my own stuff in my own space. But the cost that comes behind that oh, and yeah. again... The health department is going to have to show by. The city is going to have to inspect the whole place and the build up. I have to hire an engineer to do the design of the layout of everything. Even though I'm not frying anything, the city requires me to have a grease trap. And that's going to cost a bunch of money. I have to like install a bunch of like, because the space is like a bare bones space, mm-hmm. the one I'm, that I want to build a kitchen in. So they need new plumbing. They have to install gas lines, new electrical, like everything. And the management company for the building was like, yeah, you know, like we can build it out for you and take care of all the permits and take care of all of this and deal with the city. It's just going to cost you like a hundred to 150 grand. And I was like, whoa, 
Crazy. You're throwing numbers. Like I have this in my pocket. Like, hey, like, 150 yeah. grand. Yeah, let me buy your burger. <laughs> like, oh, the, the price of a burger. You just, you know, throw it out there. That's and that's nuts, just the building without the engineer, which is going to cost like, last she told me was like $9,000 for a cheap engineer to design the blueprints of the whole space. So, but like yeah, three compartments, sink, a burner, yeah. some ventilation. Darn. The ventilation That's system is like tables. 20 grand too. I was like, yeah, can I just open the windows? And like, I, I have no. big windows. I'll just Don't open Don't you them. like also like have to make a plan, like some kind of like plan that also costs like money, like a diversion plan. Like if something happens to your kitchen, like, or someone gets sick in your kitchen, like you have to like do like a diversion. I know I read like about one of those things, like it costs like 15 grand to like make those plans. And it's just like you said, like things you Dude, don't even like, need, man. Yeah. Like, it's just stuff you're never going to probably the, use, but. The real, the realistic side of the whole thing is that it's actually going to cost more than that. They say, yeah, 150 grand for the kitchen. But like, again, if I have people working in the kitchen, now I'm responsible for those people mm -hmm. and I have to provide some kind of security. Of course. Let's say someone does get burned or like you are cutting peppers or something and you slice a little too far and you lose a finger. Now, yeah. what do I do? Like, I have to be responsible for all of that. <laughs> so much that comes into that, you know, like it's. It's funny. It's a terrifying say, thing, honestly. It's funny that you say like your guy cut his finger and like what are you gonna do? I'm just thinking like that's a waste of jalapenos. I'm just trying to like wear our mind. I swear, man. Like Yo, that's another thing. Like as real, bad though. as it, it is, is, like it's real. As bad as it sounds, yeah. Like it's yesterday, real. I was like, in the kitchen, yeah. and the girl that helps me cook, like she was slicing mangoes because I was making what the fuego, and she held the mango in a way that I was like, that's not safe. Can you like <laughs> do it the other way? She was putting her thumb around the mango and slicing this way. And I was like, you're going to lose your thumb and I'm going to be so mad that I'm going to have to throw away this whole batch of sauce yeah. because your blood is going to be everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like those are the things like, I, th I think honestly, like running any kind of business, you could be on top of your shit as much as you want. You're always, always something's going to happen is going to like try to set you back somehow. But like just whatever yeah. it is you got to overcome, but it's always like those little challenges like, like somehow come like have to get a new facility, you know, have to hire five guys or I have to do this or blah, this, this, this. What are some things that make all those things worth it for you? What makes it worth it for me? Honestly, just like, it doesn't have, I, how do I put it? It's not even a monetary thing, but like when someone comes over to my booths or like someone finds me on Instagram because they heard from me mm -hmm. or someone just like happens to like have heard from someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows me that I make something and they go like, yo, I tried it and it's amazing. Like, so far, I haven't had anyone actually complain about my product. Mm -hmm. That alone is like super satisfactory because like it makes me happy to know that I made something that people enjoy, that people appreciate. And to go even a little beyond that, like the fact that I'm like doing something for the city who has like seen me grow in my adult life, mm -hmm. which is like the philanthropic, the philanthropic side of the business, which is like, for the donation of the meals. like. I it's something that gives me joy to be able to like actually every month I round up everything, round up my sales and donate a portion of the money that the company made to be able to like help. Like I feel like that alone like m makes it all worth it. All the headaches and all the pains and late nights and back pains bent over a sink sanitizing 500 bottles in a night. The worst. <laughs> this is the worst. I think I agree. I think it's nice. It's always nice when someone buys. Like monetary is always nice, but like I get similar to the Marcus. Like I do like this beer, this like uh, this bar like all the time. And one time this guy it was like the slowest market I've ever done in my life. Like no one was showing up. All the vendors were getting tired and restless. 
And this guy just walks by and he goes, yo, King Oil, that's my shit. And I was like, just made my day. Like, completely just made my day. Like, flipped upside down. Yeah. I was the happiest dude that day. Even after the market ended, I grabbed, like, I was just so happy the whole day. There's always those little things, man, that make it worth it. Like, it's it's so funny because, like, you start a business to make money, but then, like, the other things make you happier about it. Like, seeing mm-hmm. it on a shelf or seeing it at the farmer's market or setting up the booth at the farmer's market or, like, anything. Like, it's always the extra stuff that makes it, like, really, really more worth there's, it for me, man. At one of my markets, there's this lady that comes with her daughter only to get a bottle of Salsa Verde. She comes to my booth. She, I see her park her car. She walks straight through the whole market to me, grabs a bottle, gets in her car, and leaves. And she asked me, when's the next weekend you're going to be here? And I'm like, oh, it's this day. She's like, okay, I'll see you then. And she literally comes just for me. That that single lady up, makes my day every time I see her at that market. That's the best sale of the entire day. That's the best per- person the entire day that walks up to your booth. That totally mm-hmm. makes it makes everything worth it, man. That's so awesome, dude. Uh, so you're building an empire. What's next, man? What do you got planned for us? New I flavors, bigger spaces. I have so many ideas for like new product, new new flavors, more stuff. I. W- I want to like stick it to the big corporations, you know, like I, everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of people who have, who like have advised me when it comes to like business stuff go like, Oh, I think it's time for you to like step away from the business and just like send all your stuff to a co-packer, give them the recipe, have them mass produce it, give them, you know, you buy the, the sauces, buy the pallets. That's my one year old calling mm-hmm. me. <laughs> um, and just like, you know, be like go ahead and sell it and just like that's your only concern and i'm like no i get how that's probably easier for some people and like they may grow a lot more and like Mm -hmm. faster and stuff but i take pride in the fact that every single bottle that leaves my studio i have touched yeah like i do all the cooking i will sanitize bottles no one has labeled one of my bottles and i sold like three thousand bottles this year alone Mm -hmm. like I've labeled every single bottle. I seal every bottle. I every sauce like I bottle myself. I have like a a big funnel thing with a pump that you yeah. like, <laughs> and I I fill it up. I, like I enjoy being able to like be really involved in the process. So the next step would definitely be um to just keep growing. Like I am at a point where like again I don't have enough time to cook to keep up with my demand so i would either have to pay more money at the kitchen that i'm at to have more time more days and cook more or just say fuck it and actually build my own facility and just take the leap you know i feel like it's (laughs) i'm at a point again where there's no backing out i have to either go forward or like lose it all so I how much time you'd save to like you know going into your facility if it was set up to what you would want I mean, that would save yeah, me at man. least For sure. three hours roughly with cleanup and yeah, setup and everything. Seriously, yeah. because like I have to get to this point. space and like if the people who used to be for me always clean, but there are things I like to be a little more clean. So I have to like re-clean and sanitize everything before I use it. Oh, I have all to surfaces, bring in. To be sure. So this kitchen is in a uh, basement level oh, okay. and they have no parking on the site. So I had to park under the train in the middle of the street, double park and unload my van and bring it into this place go through their f- first floor into the basement with like hundreds of bottles cases of peppers a bunch of other stuff and then that takes like an hour and a half two hours of just like prepping then cleaning mm-hmm. and then sanitizing bottles takes another like three hours because mm-hmm. of the amount of bottles mm-hmm. and then at the end of the night 
we had to like pack all that stuff up, bring it upstairs again, put it in my car, clean the kitchen. So having my own space would mean I get to come in and just get going. Oh, we're going to cook sauce today and just start cooking. Yeah. So that feels so just, great. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's and then you could have free. time and room for like, you know, some buddies to come over and like, you know, collaborate on a hot sauce. Yeah. There's, there's a rumor out there that Minnesota is coming to Philly in a couple Go of months. That's going to happen. I think that'd be a really, really good time. It might be yeah. a, a cold adventure. I could just bring a ton of sauce with, maybe drop off some on the way there, and then uh, maybe uh, create something pretty kick-ass while we're there, too. And then yeah. I'll drive back home, sadly. <laughs> just, <laughs> that's All by myself. No more friends. I think I, I think it's funny like what you said when... Everyone tells you, "Oh, get a go, like, oh, get a co-packer, or like, uh, oh, just build your brand this way." Oh, I see it. Everyone on Instagram builds their brand this way. You should do the same too. And it's like, no, like this, like, I really think like every product needs to go about like a different way. Like, sure, mm-hmm. like let's say like me, you, and Sam make hot sauce. I think we all got to market a different way. Like, it's just different audiences, different people. Like, like that lady who comes to your market every Sunday just for you. Like, I'm not gonna talk to her the same way you talk to all your other customers. Like, you know, she wants your shit. She's coming mm-hmm. to the market to get your shit, and that's it. Like you're gonna treat her a little different, right? So yeah, it's it's, it's very interesting. Like plus all the co-packer cool <clears throat> stuff, like sits on a shelf for three months, and the next guy kicks in, and it's like mm-hmm. not really the best. I think like I'm very similar. Like what you're saying is like I want to touch like everything. Like I want to like I'm such a control freak. Like I have to make sure that like everything's to the T. And if it's not, then like this shit doesn't get sold. Period. Or like nothing goes out. Like it just has to be like my way, which is like why I'm very skeptical. Like to bring someone on to bring a helping hand. How, how, how did you, like, get on that process of, like, finally getting someone to, like, you know, like, play around with, like, essentially, like, your child, like, your baby, like, your product? Like, was that, like, uncomfortable in the beginning, like, to get someone to help you, like, maybe, like, give you a helping hand? or like So, the girl that I have helping, like, helping in the kitchen right now, she's a friend of my wife, and she's been her friend for, like, years now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't give a shit about anything. Like, I'm just here to help because you pay me. And, like, I need the money. So, I'm like, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, you know... Like, she's not ill-intended in the kitchen, and, like, she's very willing to help, and, like, she's very effective and efficient. Uh, so, with her, I'm not afraid, but I've thought about the possibility of, like, bringing other people into the kitchen who, I don't know, like, I don't think anyone, I don't think everyone wants to help. I Some see. people might come in for, like, their own, like, oh, I want to see how you do things, mm-hmm. and, like, what's yeah. your recipe? You want to make sure. Other sort of stuff. Well, it's kind of the mindset of like, you know, you buy a house, you move in and you have to rip wallpaper off the walls and paint everything. And you like jaunt it around to a couple of your friends like, hey, you want to come over and give me a hand? And some people might be like, yeah, for sure. I'll come help. But if they're not compensated well enough, um, they're never going to take that detail with things like it's your baby. I, mean, I remember just like painting corners and I'd be like, <laughs> it's a different mindset. You want to make sure, you know, the bottles are tight and corrected. Um, just really goofy things like that that you know you gotta have your foot on the gas pedal more or less just see that's why i do the cooking Mm -hmm. like so far like no one has cooked any of my sauces like even though she helps and stuff i like doing the cooking myself i know the recipe down to like the tea now like i know everything very well measured out and like every batch is a little different because like the ingredients like i've had peppers are less spicy than others i've had fruit that are a little more ripe and like juicier so I have to adjust things properly. I feel like that's something that someone else wouldn't know because it's not their thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I wouldn't really, like, worry about, like, someone, like, stealing anything because, like, even if they did, like, it would still be, like, a different process. But, like, 
I yeah. think like same as the details. Like I just have to make sure that person is like 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 as same level as I am. Like every detail mm-hmm. of the tea, like screwed tight, you know, sanitized, mm-hmm. gloves always on. Like like cough, look away. Like it's those little things that always kind of like would worry me, right? Because I always picture yeah, like, coughing and sneezing are a big thing when you're making hot sauce. Sure. Yeah, in, like, uh, like uh, some people like aren't space. as serious as you. Yeah, or even like washing out the pans afterwards. You don't think about it, but like a hot blast of hot water getting in like fumes. It's uh, take your breath away. <laughs> you know, like I don't have as much problem when I'm cooking, but when I'm washing like the pots that I cook in, and that first like blast of the hot water hits it, I'm like, <laughs> it's always the worst yeah. when the water like splashes up on you and it's like hot too. <sighs> yeah, it's, like, yeah. yeah just talking about being too. um involved and everything, it'd be the same premise of like you know a copag or um essentially I would consider that um the optimal excuse if people just want to take it easy and they don't really want to be hands on. Um, but I always think of it as a co-packer. Um, they're making a hot sauce for you to make money. Um, I feel like, yeah, they're taking a big profit on it, but do they really care about the sale down the line? Um, if you're happy with it, if you're going to keep buying it, I guess I wouldn't really um, put too much passion into something that I'm not really doing for myself. You're like, hey, this is good enough for you. Cool. Good enough for me. And then that, that's it. Um, you really can't alter things without um, large other all fees out imagine to alter recipes once a co-packer system kind of gets going yeah and it's like it's like sure like uh, co-pack will get me a lot of eyes but it's like do those eyes really give a shit like i'd rather get mm-hmm. like i'd rather get 10 people at the market than like who care than, like six thousand at like i don't know the local grocery store who like are like oh here's another hot sauce like right next to tapatio like okay like that's great but like what did that do for me mm-hmm. and sure yeah, like, i don't even want to like yeah. make a brand it's like you know i want to create a sauce too i mean you can make a brand and say hey just you know make something like this and that's fine it's like no i still want, I want to create these things it's the baby man you're there when you named it you're there when it was exactly. its first like conceived yeah. i mean it's just it's a beautiful thing and you don't want anybody yeah. to screw that up <laughs> I mean, like, like obviously, at one point, like, if, if, like, hopefully, all of our brands, like, they grow big enough, like, you know, then, like, we have to take some kind of hands off or, like, get that, you know, kind of thing going. But, like, it's always like, such a scary thing, like, just to let someone into, like, your world or, like, what you do the whole time. Like, I'm very secretive about, like, what I do. Like, my neighbors and stuff, like, no, like, my family knows, but, like, when they're like, like my neighbors are like, oh, like, like, let me come inside, like, show you what you make, fool, like, let me see what you make. I'm like, nah, I don't know about that, man. Like, you can't, you can't step in here just yet. Like, we got to pump the brakes on that. So it's like, Couple of that sounds like very like nerve wracking sometimes. Um, Sam, do you I have feel anything? like it's a it's a working space anyway. Like it's you don't go into like a factory of like you know your favorite yeah. beer and go like hey let me into the back room and I want to see what you're doing. Like exactly. why am I different? I'm also a business. I'm a company. I'm yeah. making a product. Like get out of here. Like right there. Like I don't. You don't need to be up in my business when I'm making it. It's unsanitary. Like you don't need to like be in my space anyway. Like these are my you know company secrets and stuff like i mean, I mean literally yeah. like it's, it's yeah. a, like one thing like running i guess a small business has taught me is you really learn what the value of a penny is like incredibly yes. like i will waste not a penny like i literally have a penny jar now like save literally save everything from like ingredients like chili flakes like whatever it is like i'm gonna save it it's so incredible man so it's just it really is like super super eye-opening opening a small business yes it's very challenging but like super worth it at the end of the day um i was gonna say you started the well well i was tip my tongue i was gonna say like we all kind of started this (laughs) with like what challenges and like all this stuff and i guess like how it makes us happy like i was gonna say like sam if you could start us off with like give me like 
two things that are going well for you right now. Let's go around the table and say like, we'll end the podcast like two things that are going for each of us that are well. I mean, outside of like farmers markets, I think those are really important. Um, I would say one of the main things would be events. Um, did event at a tattoo shop months back. It was a, for Father's Day. It was a motorcycle show. And once again, goofy vendor. And I knew the owner. And I was just like, hey, do you mind if I get in there? It's like, I don't see why the hell not. I'm like, cool. It worked out really cool. And then once again, you see people, they're seeing things online. They go, oh, I remember you're the sauce guy. Okay, okay. And they try everything. And they like pick up bottles. Or you got recurring customers coming back and just loving it. But yeah, I would say events. Even um, last Sunday at a brewery, in Rochester, Little Thistle, they hosted a pup cup. It was like a dog competition, dog show, Sick. where they had different categories for like largest dog, smallest dog, and there's like 12 other vendors. Um, we were the only food vendor, not hot sauce vendor, the only food vendor, period. This was like dog stuff only. And that was awesome. It was really, really fun, um, really productive. And um, yeah, about sold out of everything. So I'd say events are huge. Even if they're like out of place, whether it's a, you know, like a flower festival or a garlic festival, I mean, whatever, just, yeah, get out, do events. Those have been fantastic. And just streamline production right now would be the other thing. Um, just did a ton of funky garlic yesterday. Did repality the week before. And then just really excited to do another batch of Smoky J next week. And it's going to be like pop narrow, tiger style, and just that constant momentum. So those are two things that are just really working their magic right now with me as like events. And just you know, ramping up production and just uh, a constant momentum forward. Sam, you said something interesting a couple weeks ago about production. You were like, um, "There's no point of selling it if you don't have it." Yeah, which is like pretty interesting. Like ever since you told me that, I've been making a ton more and like making sure I have some, like in case like ever want to pitch someone or sell some out. Uh, mm-hmm. Or, or if background. like things are fermented, yeah. it's just like you know, my last batch of funky garlic and repality um, went about seven, uh, seven to nine weeks, depending on the variety. And which is awesome. That's like really cool. You get some really cool dynamic flavors there. But if you don't scale things properly, and if you're not already ready for that next batch, um, let's just say if you're sending 20 bottles out here or whatever, um, it depletes quickly. And then you get those people that are already latching on to that, you know, one or two hot sauces that they love. And then like Roddy was saying, I mean, they show up and they're just like, oh, you don't have funky garlic? Okay. And they're just gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, okay, cool. And it's just like, shit. <laughs> Yeah, just like always um, continue production. That's one big thing, which I always thought I was doing a really good job at. But with those set events, especially the uh, the dog show, I mean, it just cleared out a big one in the concept markets. I'm getting used to um, nowhere is near. Imagine what you guys are doing for like the larger markets. I mean, it's like very old Midwestern retired folk coming through. You'd be surprised. I sell a couple. Um, But yeah, it's like. I got to get my ass in gear even more than I ever was just for keeping up on demand. So that's a cool thing. I know, dude. Listen to Roddy talk about like expanding. I'm over here like, man, I'm making this out of like my little kitchen. Like I got it. I'm like, I got to build a warehouse in a kitchen now, man. Like I'm so far behind, dude. I got like big, huge pallet. It was, uh, I, like it was 12 cases of my bottles, which are 168 in each bottle. And I bought a whole bunch of eight ounce bottles and also bought like some woozies just to mess around with because they're a there cheaper vessel. And then if I'm doing like, maybe giveaway sauces or if there are sauces being reviewed like if they don't really worry about the original packaging it'd be easier to send one of those to them um but yeah just messing around and then bubble wrap and all this stuff it's scary 
there's this, there's shit everywhere. <laughs> Sam gets so yeah, excited get talking place. about all this stuff. I love so. it. Every time I talk to Sam about something about his hot sauce, or like in general hot sauce, he's, he gets like a little kid in a candy store. He's like, oh man. Like last time he's like, dude, he's like, dude, the bottles are coming in. He's like, I can't wait for it to come in. I'm like, Sam, like, take a chill pill. <laughs> like the guy's going to call you when they come in. Relax. He's like, no, dude, they're going to come in though, man. He's like, I'm telling you. <laughs> Eight delivered at the wrong house so, that so day. Remember I take that, that back day? Then. I take it back then. I take it back. So then he did, he did we, mess it up. We were sitting there and all of a sudden uh, it's like, you know, about time and and it's just like you should really call them and figure out where they are. Okay, okay. Yeah. A little delivery. I'm calling them. The driver's like, "Oh yeah, I delivered it already." I'm like, "No, you didn't." And the dispatch guy's like, "There's not like any bottle sitting out by any of your neighbors. Maybe he changed it." And I'm like, "No, this would be a huge pallet." Yeah, um, let me go pick I it up. I notice this, so they put it to a street rather than a avenue. So it's on another part of town. So yeah, it was like 40 hours. It was rough. That was, that was probably the biggest letdown ever when it comes to uh, getting like a large amount of packaging. How funny would it be, Sam, if you get a text on your phone? Like, you know how the Amazon guy is? There's like an envelope on your front door. You just get like a text message like, hey, man, left the pal in front door, dog. Like, good luck with that. It's like, what? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, it's just another thing. I'm just like, what do you mean you left it at okay. someone else's house? It's supposed oh, to be man. signed for. And someone's probably outside their house like, Another hot what sauce maker. Another hot sauce guy's like, hell yeah, jackpot, dude. Uh, it's a whole bunch of bubble wrap. I was gonna say, I'd say oh, I didn't see any pallets. Like, <laughs> yep. ghost boxes. Oh, they were mine already. Like, that's my <laughs> that's new TV. Yeah, I guess. Uh, that's my new TV. Right back to what you mentioned with Billy. Uh, what are your guys' like two big things that are I'm um, just super positive, like really eventful right now for you guys, just moving forward in the uh, the spicy community. Go ahead, Roddy. I'll let you take this one. You go, Billy. I'm going to let you go first. So I think what's really working well for me is the opposite of what I thought would work. I thought I'd be really good at farmer's market. I'm pretty good at farmer's markets, but I've been doing really good with like getting into like stores and like wholesale stuff. The wholesale pricing has been kind of like an issue because like uh, I'm just not. Question. Do you guys charge on your invoice when you ship to people like for a, like a store? It, yeah, usually they will pay shipping um, yeah, unless read, in my like, experience they have. They're always interested in like the bottom dollar, so I have went above and beyond to get like the best packaging material on um, the smallest shipping container just to kind of get them to it safely. Um, but in my experience, they don't really have issues with that because I mean, what are we doing? We're buying um, you know twelve hundred dollars worth of bottles and whatnot from an online store or a large shipping company, and we're paying three hundred dollars for shipping. I mean, it's it's it's, yeah. it's a massive amount, but. I don't really bat an eye because so when you cost into how cheap everything is, I mean it's more affordable than going any other route. But still, it's I'm gonna chunk. jump in on that real quick. I so I was buying from a company uh, in upstate New York, about five hours from here, and the first like three or four batches of bottles I bought from them, and then I found out there's another company in Pennsylvania, about a hundred miles west of here, that actually sell the same stuff. And I was like, hey, I can save the $350 in shipping and like pay $50 of gas in my van and just load the whole like That's the entire awesome. pallet into my, you know, van. So I placed the order and they charged me $5 fee for to, to go pick it up in person. And I make a day trip out of it. It's in like the middle of nowhere in like old good country, Pennsylvania. Like, you know, this Amish, uh, it's like an Amish, Amish town. Mm -hmm. There's like farms and chickens and That's fresh eggs up. and like fresh milk and like cheese. And they ride the carriages and the horses. They have no like technology. Like there's a giant company in the middle of the whole thing. And I just, you know, make a day trip out of it. I get fresh, you know, baked goods and like other stuff and just hang out and like 
save a bunch in shipping. So like, yeah. you can find but a place. Yeah, so basically, well, I mean, it's kind of like mean, the like, restaurant mentality. If you know, if you're paying for something as in like you know an extra side of aioli or something, um, for the most part, it's like charge for it. Um, if it's like a table side condiment, I guess it's whatever. It's a bottle of ketchup, whatever. But um, anything else, I always continue to um, you know, yeah, pay for what people are paying for down the line in some way. Otherwise, you're losing. When it comes to shipping, shipping's huge. So if we're yeah. offering free shipping for a $50 plus order, and that's awesome value to the customer. But I mean, if they're playing it right and buying in bulk, it could be $20, $30 to ship. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I might start like charging shipping then. So, but that's one thing that's been really going like really well for me is getting into markets and just like connecting with like these store owners. So like my background has been in like restaurant sales for like the past three, four years. And I just like used all those connections like every restaurant owner that i know in san diego like somehow knows that i make this chili oil now so like just using that has been like huge huge for me like i actually might get into like a few like burger joints so hopefully like that stuff goes well but i feel like connecting with the country like just not customers but like on the other side like retailers and like markets and like more websites have been like really working for me how about you roddy so i'm gonna jump on with you know on the same train with both of you and like say that events are like the best thing because of the fact that again i love I have, you know, tastings of my product at the table. For some of the bigger markets, I bring Tostitos, like the scoops, and mm -hmm. I, I pour the sauce into the scoop and like just hand it out. And the live feedback and reactions, I love that. Mm, ah, ooh, ooh, like I love the reaction. Yeah. Like, that gets me all pumped. I'm like, yeah, like I'm loving that you love it. So like being in markets in person, like being able to see the reaction of people like right away, it's amazing. Because for the first year, I only did online sales mm -hmm. between like May of last year and December. Mm -hmm. So people would text me like, yeah, it was good. And I'm like, yeah. someone liked it. Cool. But like, you know, seeing the reaction in markets is the best thing ever. And like, that makes me so happy. And like, I feel like that's one of the things that's going well right now. And the other one to get a little sappy here Ooh. is the connections within the community. There you go. Like, look at me and Sam, for example. I, I don't know who reached out to who first or how the hell we started talking, but like, for the last, I don't know, like seven or eight months, Sam and I have been talking like daily, mm -hmm. pretty much. Um, we call each other, text each other, like all this other stuff. We talk about the business. We talk about peppers. We talk about like work. We talk about whatever. Music. Like, music. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like the sauce community, although like it seems like everyone's cussing has a hot sauce brand right now, it's a very tight community. And mm -hmm. so far, I haven't found anyone who like shits on each other. Like, oh, like you know screw you and your brain like i'm gonna try to like be better than you or whatever i feel like we that's all right i think like, we've uh, we've made it whenever that happens if people are oh, actually yeah. just like i hate that guy he's his yeah. stuff sucks it's probably because you know they're yeah. jealous and uh, we're doing a good thing probably Pay yourself on the back when that happens for sure <laughs> they, yeah they yeah, sold yeah. out they're too sure. successful but i feel like we all like kind of like you know help each other and like just talk about the struggles of the business like yeah I, I was telling him the other day about the whole like struggle of like me needing a facility now and moving to the warehouse and like whatnot i feel like the support you get in like the instagram hostels community which is like where i've met everyone that yeah. i know these days in the same kind of like industry is a really strong tight community and i that's something that like that's also going really well for me and like i love it like I wouldn't be where I am without like the help of like all these people that I talk to like on a daily basis. The Instagram like hot sauce community is like the biggest psychos ever. They review yes. every little drop of hot sauce, every little thing about it, and they post every little picture. I love it. I love it because they're mm -hmm. all, like they're so engaged. Like I don't think there's anyone more engaged 
like unless you're like a Beyonce fan somehow, like but like they're re- <laughs> like they're really. Just, about I mean, there's like, a lot of passionate like, individuals out yeah, there that just like, want to like, necklaces, only, like, like enjoy the spread yeah, the love. Like, it's crazy. So like I, th- I think it's very very cool. Like it's obviously cool to get outside of that too. But like that support within Instagram is always real. Like whenever you post mm-hmm. a photo, like I'm sure for all three of us, like the first people to like it is like the hot sauce people. Like they're always on it. They're always checking. Like it's awesome. Yes. It's always super cool to have like that kind of support and like. They always hit us up. I feel like, like, oh, do you want your stuff reviewed? Like, we'd love to try it. And like, I was like, yeah, like, of course. Like, let me know what you need. Like, I'll always help you out. But like, I think the person to like respond to your stories when you post a question or like a poll or whatever. Yeah. The person to reshare your post, like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing. Like, it is. Yeah. Those, 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 I love those, doing that stuff. It's so much yeah. fun. It's very rewarding just to be engaging with buddies. And um, yeah, I'm not sure if I reached out to you or vice versa with both of you, but. I know I'm just a super extreme extrovert. I'm just always chatting with people. Like I'm throwing balls out there. Maybe some will catch it. Maybe they won't. But if anything, I'm just, I want to be engaging. I want to um, kind of like strengthen this community we already have. I mean, that's already came along. Right? And uh, I think together we can make it better. I mean, as an individual, yeah, I mean, you might do uh, some sort of success, but I think it's just more rewarding to uh, build more of a community and uh, like a really group effort and just make some kick-ass small badge sauces. It's going really, really well. I think Sam would be like a good face for like hot sauce in general over the globe because like this metalhead with like a beard and long hair, but then you get to know him he's like the soft, like cloudy guy, like super cool, like nice giggly guy, like super super chill. Man. Uh, before we he's probably a little intimidating too because like well, what I hear the boy is pretty tall, so like he shows up with some sauce and you're gonna buy from him. Almost <laughs> yeah, like six two or so. It's pretty cool. I always do like the white shirt, uh, red apron, green bandana. I got the hair. He back. has to duck under the door like hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just been cool man but no super awesome to have a chat with you buddy it's uh this is really cool to have you involved in yeah man before we, yeah, we go, before we let you go like fill us in where can we grab some of your stuff like this is your chance to plug in all your stuff i should have done the whole like sign my website is fine we can make you one for sure but like if we want i'm gonna to look buy- up the dimensions and like make my own i was going to make it and you're like oh you can join right now and i was like Fuck. yeah we, we figured okay, we, i'm not ready so just, like, <laughs> i didn't know we we're gonna have you in that quick but sam was like "Fuck it let's just get him in yeah, yeah it's a great like hey thank you for having me of like fire.co if he's like fire online like fire hot sauce i pop up right away me and Adoboloco has one that's Fire Fire F I Y A. Oh really? Yeah. They have one but, that's called Fire too. But they ha- their brand is Adoboloco. Yeah, yeah. And then like the one house has Fire Fire like uh, two two times. But uh, I'm going for you. I, I I trademarked my brand already. There you go. Nice I smart. Legally, I like, I legally own the name. I'm uh, actually in the process of copywriting all of my uh, the names of my sauces. And also the little pepper guy that I have in like one of my logos too. Um, let me. Well, I just actually like made it my official logo recently, and it's this guy. I love that. That's awesome. I have the copyright. Yeah, so I, a local Philly artist designed that for me, and was like, "Hey, I love your stuff. Here, have this." And I was like, "I love it. Can I make it mine?" And they were like, "Yeah, it's yours." So I copyrighted it. I own it now. I'm getting it tattooed in a couple of weeks. Hey, nice. that's what's up. <laughs> then it's official. Where are you I mean, it's official. It's just local to two shop. I'm going to put it up on my uh, right leg. Hey, Dude, I kind of want to do that with my little chili pepper then too. And official. maybe do it like that embroidered style that's getting really popular these yeah. days. Make it look like a patch. That's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. That's awesome. F- fun tip for copywriting. Just email yourself. No need to pay all those fees. If you email yourself, it's legally a copyright. 
Really? So if you email yourself, I started a company on this day, it's called Fayako. There's no one, like there's nothing, unless it comes like before that date, like there's no one, nothing ever, no one can do it. Is like from dated. Me. Yeah, I know that's old email school. Is the, and email is like the ultimate timestamp in like court of law. It's like the ultimate timestamp. So it's just fun facts. Um, but yeah, Faya, F-A-I-Y-A. Yes. Dot com or co you said? Co. Co. Someone, I made Faya hot sauce when I started because I, I was like, I'm going to make hot sauce. So it's mm-hmm. FayaHotSauce.com. And then I decided to just go to Faya because it opens more doors for me yeah, if I want to expand yeah, in the future. I can make seasonings. I can make exactly. roasts. I can make a ketchup. I can make a beer. I can make yeah. whatever I want. So it's Faya. Now it's the Faya company. Um, and when I, I think I said it on Instagram one time. And like a week later, I was going to go buy Faya.com, the uh, domain. And someone had already bought it. And it's up for sale for like $4,000. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> It's some guy so from like Nigeria I, living large. <laughs> Fire.co was the next one available, and I was like, Fire Company. So, Fire.co is my domain. <laughs> and both of so, you guys got the co working. Yeah. Yeah, we both have the co. That's right. We both have the co in it. And then what is I what got is, the sounds. What is it on Instagram? <laughs> Fire.co is my Instagram, too. Is it on Instagram, too. Sam? So, everything is the same. Plug us in, Sam. Oh boy, uh, Sam Sows. Um, uh, the website www.samsows, otherwise Instagram, uh, Sam Sows, as well as Facebook, Sam Sows. My spelling's kind of goofy, so I kind of like when people struggle. It's like uh, it's like watching somebody eat a really hot pepper. Um, it's fun. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. And you can always find my stuff, King Oil and Co. I was part of the wrong side, Sam. Good yeah, point. The yeah, right there side. you go. Yeah, there you go. King Oil and Co. all over the platforms. Do you guys have any bottles? Put them up if you have any bottles. My bottles are in my warehouse, so I have nothing in my I'm, house. I'm not going to make you go through the basement floor and travel all those six <laughs> hours and park in the middle of the street, so we believe you. But again, yes. man, like, thanks for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. You're always free to come on this podcast whenever you want. You're literally like, you okay. could be our always forever guest. Because I think this Absolutely. is a pretty cool one. I think, honestly, I think this is one of the, f- the funnest ones we've done. And me and Sam have done six of these so far. So that are all going to be out next week. Um, yeah, it's like pumping them out. It'll be sweet. But yeah, man, thanks so much, Roddy. Really appreciate your time. Keep grinding it out, man. Thank you Keep for having me. Of course, man. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Great to see you. I had a little and coffee talk. I'll see you on the internet, guys. On Friday. We'll catch you Yo, later, have man. a coffee talk. Hey, let's plug that in. Coffee talk Friday morning at 9 a.m. Central, yeah. uh, 10 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, so this is maybe a little half an hour uh just kind of shoot the shit in the morning, have some coffee. Uh, I believe this week we might have a hot sauce guy on. Um, yeah. So that could be really cool just to, you know, chat with them briefly and just like, all right, cool. Well, off to work, everybody kind of deal. There you if go, Billy man. wants to wake up at like 7, I think it is, I'll your time. On. I'll be on it. You're three hours behind, right? Yeah. Yeah, right now it's 5 o'clock for me. It's 8.02 over here. 7.02. There we go. Per- I'm from time. the future. <laughs> what's the weather like no i'm just kidding <laughs> thanks again for joining us man whenever you want to come on just hit us up you're always welcome to it's always a welcome even right, if there's thanks someone for else having me guys of course man we'll catch you next time brother absolutely true man